the weather's been pretty decent, but it's like pretty warm in Ottawa right now. I don't know why that's important. Why am I talking about the weather? I'm Julie, a Canadian Scorpio, and for some reason, I'm doing a countdown time capsule podcast for my third decade on Earth. Here's a little breakdown of what's to come in this episode. First up will be an album that I choose that's been a huge influence for me, a dive into my ancient Twitter to unearth my past, then a little Scorpio session where I find a random horoscope as well as a famous Scorpio of the day. Lastly, a little Q and no A with future me. Also, as a little treat, Every other day, I'll discuss a movie that holds some kind of meaning for me. 30 days till I turn 30. This shit is daily, y'all, and welcome to day six. Today's album is Marry Me by St. Vincent, which came out in 2007. My favorite song off the album is Human Racing. Here's a little clip. Human Racing I love the delicate but powerful voice of Annie Clark, a.k.a. St. Vincent. There's light guitar melodies but dark lyrics. I saw her live numerous times in the past. Both her musical and physical style got weirder and weirder each album, and I appreciate her commitment. Sometimes I doubt your commitment to sparkle motion. I never listened to her later albums as much as I did Marry Me. Her only hairstyle I wasn't really into was that lavender afro she had for the album St. Vincent. Ugh, I have like a brutal memory kind of about St. Vincent and that's when she came to Ottawa in like 2010 or 11. And there was a guy that I very, 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 very briefly dated and broke up with who was still a bit clingy and he told me he wanted to go see her show and I got like possessive over St. Vincent and I got aggressive towards him and I texted him not to go because he didn't even know her music. He'd just be going because I was there. And I essentially told him I didn't even want to see him there. I'm such a bitch. I hope I've grown from being that kind of way. For the album Actor... She put out these videos of uh, behind-the-scenes kind of footage of her tour for Actor on YouTube, I think. I remember there was a way for me to essentially download the video file from YouTube and upload it into my Mac's iDVD program, and I was able to make DVDs for people, and I made them as gifts. I think the three that I remember doing was for a friend that also loved Tegan and Sarah, a friend who loves The Killers, and I did this band, St. Vincent, for another friend, but also for me, and later for a boyfriend. And I designed the DVD cover, and I designed the CD, I think. I would use the video audio and put them in the background of the DVD title. Like, I had a lot of fun. That's something that I really enjoy doing, and I kind of miss doing it. Making fun DVDs of footage, and making the DVD menus and designing them, getting them burned and testing them out on the DVD player, and they're so cool! But everything's digital nowadays, right? Nobody wants a DVD. I mean, I'm sure my friends really love that kind of stuff. I mean, I hope you guys do. I make a lot of handmade shit. <laughs> but yeah, back before I had a job, I would just craft a bunch of stuff. And I'm really proud of the St. Vincent one that I did. I still have it. And like I said, I, I later did it again for a former boyfriend. And I still have the stickers and the DVD cover that I designed. It's like a special edition re-release totally forgot to bring up this fun fact about Marry Me. The album is named after what maybe Funke says in Arrested Development. Marry Me. 
Marry me. And may I add, marry me? Marry me. But the album also has the title track called Marry Me. Marry me, John. Marry me, John. I'll be so good to you. Something else I forgot to bring up is that she's actually one of the guitarists that has inspired me and motivates me to play guitar. When I'm more comfortable playing guitar, I plan on purchasing one of her guitar designs. While also being a very stylish guitar, it's also comfortable, designed for people that have upper baggage. Movie of the day is Amélie, which came out in 2001. I think I found out about this movie from Michelle, but probably my cool aunt Sylvie. I feel like I might have seen it somewhere else, like maybe it played on TV and I only saw clips of it. I just know that I didn't really understand it or maybe didn't see the whole thing at first. And even though French is my first language, I feel like I was already pretty Anglophone. But the French was also Parisian French. Very hard to grasp if you don't have subtitles on. As I got into my mid-teens, I truly appreciated it more. I got heavily obsessed with the soundtrack too. And I definitely borrowed that CD from the library and burned it to my computer. <laughs> I still have those audio files. Oh, should I say that? That's, that's illegal. And I'm pretty sure I used one of those songs as a backing track to one of my classic MS Paint animated movies. When my parents got separated, my dad dated a bunch and one of these women had a son who was dating this art chick whose website had music playing and they were all Emily tracks. And I somehow felt the need to Emily harder to prove I was just as cool and artsy as her. I think about that creme brulee spoon moment every time I eat creme brulee. When the narrator was saying that when Emily was younger, she thought that records were made like crepes. You're about to be slapped in the face by some fridge. Emily n'a de refuge que dans le monde qu'elle invente. Dans ce monde, les disques vinyles sont fabriqués comme des crêpes. And then they show a visual of a crepe maker making a vinyl. And younger me didn't know what the context was. And that joke got lost on me because I too, like young Amélie, thought they were made that way, but because of that visual. And to be honest, I don't quite know exactly how records are made these days, but I know they're not made like that. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool though? This day on Twitter, from 2013, it says, My mom just tried to mock me and she sounded like Mickey Mouse. So my mom does this all the time. When she mocks people, she has the same voice and it sounds like Mickey Mouse. And my mom strangely also sounds like Minnie Me every time she gets up from a couch or something. Ah, she's a goofball and she doesn't even know it. Random horoscope of the day. The signs as favorite things. For Scorpio, it's a cat. Just plain and simple. It works for me. What's the result for your sign? Let me know. Did you find another fun one? Send it to me. I might read it out loud. Famous Scorpio of the day. Demi Moore. Feels like a for November 11th. Dear Future Me, do you still have time for Animal Crossing or a similar video game? 
I might have mentioned this before, but growing up, me and my sister didn't play video games, or when we did, it was like the Game Boy Color at the dentist office, and I always died. I didn't know what I was doing. I'm a big fan of watching people play video games, and that's pretty much all I did growing up. Michelle can really attest to that. Lots of Banjo-Kazooie watching, and Donkey Kong Country watching. Lots of Legend of Zelda. I also spent a lot of time watching my former friend Kyle play a bunch of video games. He played some cool ones like Bioshock. Oh, that's such a cool game. I'm getting back to the point. I think the first video game, in quotes, that me and my sister had was when the Wii came out and, and my mom got me and my sister Wii and Guitar Hero for Christmas, I think. And I kicked ass at it. I was so good. I loved playing it. Group parties with friends, which seems like such a weird concept nowadays. We would play Mario Party, and I would play that, but I'd play really badly. And I felt really bad when you had to team up with someone, and someone was teamed up with me, and I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I think it's just a lot of stress on me, and because I'm not used to it, oh my gosh, and trying to play Mario Kart, just holding the whole controller, flipping the whole controller over. Fast forward to the pandemic, and everybody's playing Animal Crossing, and Nintendo Switch, and it's like a cute portable thing. I got mine in teal. If you join their online subscription thing, you can actually go visit people's islands. And because Michelle got it, and it looked so friggin' cute, and then Diana got it, we eventually pressured Sonya to get it. I mean, I'm sure Sonya really wanted it. And so now we all play it. We all started this group chat in the pandemic to kind of keep up with each other. And we still use the group chat every single day. And it's been a lot of fun. I love any excuse to make an avatar of me, so my little character is very cute. And I like my villagers. I mean, I did have a hard time kicking Beardo off. But all in all, it's always got something new to bring every month. I did get a few other games too, but I don't play them as much as I do play Animal Crossing. I play it at least once a day for like 20 minutes, just do the basics. Sometimes on the weekends I go a little nuts and play for like a couple of hours. My island is currently a disaster, and I'm almost done getting all the flower hybrids. And there's just a giant field of pumpkins, and I haven't even crafted anything for Halloween yet. I know. And it's like November 6th. Well, that current day of recording. I'm technically still back in time where it's Halloween. Whatever, I'm figuring it out. But the reason I ask this is because my current ex slash current neighbor has a Nintendo 3DS that he just unearthed. And he opened up his Animal Crossing game from like seven years ago. And man, does it look different. It's weird seeing the graphics in that game after seeing the graphics in this new game. When you travel through his little town on his old Animal Crossing account, all of his villagers were like, it's been seven years since we've seen you. And there was like so many weeds and stuff. It was pretty funny. So that's why I'm asking for this dear me. Am I still playing Animal Crossing or did I kind of ditch it and I'll unearth it in like a decade and my villagers are going to be pissed off. Like, where were you? We missed you. I'm also a completionist, so I got to finish this game in order to fully be satisfied. Nintendo seems to really up their game with each update. So are they just going to keep adding new things every year? Who knows? Well, that's all I've got to ramble about today. Thanks for listening. And as always, to my white friends, family, and strangers, or anyone who needs to hear it, do your absolute best to be an ally, an active participant, and supporter for anti-racism, anti-discrimination, anti-hate. Support local, support your community, acknowledge your privilege, and do better. I'll be back tomorrow to continue the countdown, and I hope you'll join me. Follow the pod on Instagram and Twitter at WhyDirty30. See ya!